There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Blights. where I pretended to tell a joke and you had to pretend to laugh. That's not good. Anyway, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> this is only episode 10 and we're already out of intro ideas. I don't. I'm just going to start stealing intros from YouTube people. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. They're really good and original. Yeah. No, they're all like, drop a like and a subscribe. And make sure you hit that bell notification to get updates every time I upload a new video so you don't miss it because the YouTube algorithm is fucking broken. <laughs> So desperate. <laughs> so desperate. And now it sounds like we are too. Yeah. Well, so we are. Yeah, I guess so. We don't have jobs. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> Instead, our job is describing things. Hey, Alex, do you want to describe a thing? Yeah. So we're here to find out if uh, monsters are friends or fiends, which is super important in this day and age and the climate that we're living in. A hundred percent. So today we bring you the tree folk. Yeah, there's three dudes in this grouping of monsters. Yeah. So number one is, uh, I like to call him Tall Spiky Groot. Uh-huh. Uh, number two is Tentacle Groot. Oh, wait, no. Number three is Tentacle Groot. Number two is just regular Groot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. The, but, the first one, I, I well, okay. There's Teenage Groot, which was the second one. Yeah. And that is just straight up teenage Groot. Yeah. And then the other Groots are like different types of Groots. Yeah. So the tall spiky one to me kind of looks like if uh, instead of like dreaming to be a real boy. Yeah. Pinocchio dreamed to be a haunted house mannequin, but <laughs> also a hedgehog, you know, because he's got like those spikes everywhere we'll on his body. Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Sonic. Yeah. Uh, he also he also looks like he's either eternally confused or has smelled something weird. He looks or, mad. Or is confused about the smell he is smelling. None of them look particularly happy. They all have pretty... And you know what? If I was a tree, I wouldn't be particularly happy in this climate either. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, then, then there's the, the one that looks like he's made out of a topiary made out of vines. Yeah, I, and or I think a like somebody tree or something like that. I think someone was trying to make uh, predator out of That's vines. That's what I said. I said that one of them looks like predator, and that he's probably the meanest one. Yeah, or if he's not predator, uh, at next year's WrestleMania, instead of dressing up like a skeleton, Triple H decided to do like a swamp thing motif. That's what he looks like to me. He oh, looks yeah. like predator or a wrestler being swamp thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that 100%. Yeah, um, also I had the realization when I was writing my notes for this that Groot is just Root with a G in front of it. Yeah, he's a growing Root. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have stats. Do you want to know what they're called or do you want to stat them first? Oh, yeah. Tell me what they're called. Uh, Okay, well, so Sonic the Nightmare Pinocchio Boy. Yeah. uh, That's a needle blight. 
Needle blight. Ah, blight. Yeah. Which is actually a form of rot in plants. Blight is literally a plant disease caused by fungus like mildew and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are all blights. So that's a needle blight. Uh Uh, Teenage Groot is a twig blight. Uh And then Predator is a vine blight. So they're very like named as exactly what they are. Yeah, 100%. Which I think is a first so far. Yeah, that's really on the nose. But also like how horrible is it that you like your entire life and existence is being referred to as a disease? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get into the lore and everything in a minute. Um, Um, Yeah. so But it makes sense. Strength, um, I wrote giant sequoia because that's the biggest tree in the world. Yeah. I don't know if there's, yeah, I Googled it. <laughs> um, dexterity. I wrote lots of limbs cause they can probably just like grow different limbs. <laughs> uh, constitution. I said, I don't know. Trees are pretty strong. So they probably have a high constitution. Um, intelligence. I wrote grandmother willow, which is from Pocahontas, which is a terribly racist movie. I do not recommend watching it, but it was one of my favorites when I was a kid before, you know, I knew what was going on in the world. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, She's a talking tree. Yeah. So is that good wisdom or bad wisdom? Good wisdom. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. You could say that the advice she gives isn't very sound, but (laughs) she gives tree advice. Um, charisma. I wrote, I am Groot. And then wisdom. I wrote, I am Groot. Again, because I'm very original. Okay. Uh, yeah, so their charisma, all of them, their charisma and wisdom are like zero or negative. So yeah, I am Groot. But otherwise, you were pretty much right. Uh, twig blights are not strong, though. They have negative, but the other guys are positive. And uh, dexterity, not really. They're a little above average, except for the vine blight, which is below average, which seems weird because you think the vines would have the most dexterity. Yeah. Because they're like less rigid. But, but maybe that's I guess that's why. probably it. Yeah. They're, they're floppy. Floppy. So you you guessed pretty well for the most part. I always do. Good job. I'm pretty smart. I can make snap judgments based on appearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is a, not ideal. Uh, do you want to know what their whole deal is? Yeah, sure. Go on. Tell okay. Me. Tell me about their lives. So like first sentence from the Monster Manual, or one of the first sentences, like I always do. Drinking the darkness from the soil, a blight carries out the will of ancient evil and attempts to spread that evil wherever it can. Oh. So they're intelligent plants that want to dominate the world. It's That's pretty sad. much Little Shop of Horrors is what these guys are. Which you hadn't seen which until Which I hadn't recently. seen until just now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pretty much that plant from Little Shop of Horrors. I kind of like the origins of blights, though. Like, I think so far these are the most original origin story we've heard yeah oh you don't even know what the origin story is is. (laughs) uh basically okay so there was a vampire named gulthius wow which honestly i'm not gonna say that name over and over again so i'm gonna call him rick moranis and just stick with the little shop of horrors theme fantastic because why not uh so there's a vampire Rick Moranis uh, <laughs> who built a tower called Nightfang Spire, and he lived there for a bit until obviously a hero showed up and stabbed him in the heart for being a vampire, which mm. like... Is that I, really a heroic thing to do? Let's be honest. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, vampires do kind of slaughter and enslave people. Yeah, so, yeah that's true. I mean, stopping them from doing that 
is probably a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but aside from all of that, I don't know how long Rick Moranis possibly thought he could have hit up in that tower because he named it Night Fang Spire. Like, are you not going to attract attention with that yeah. as a vampire? You probably like, should call it something like Dream Castle, where nice people live. Yeah, like, I understand the idea behind building a tower in a secluded, out-of-the-way area, so, like, no one comes and bothers you, you or can they keep, can't really, like, keep tabs on what you're doing. You, but then you call it Night Fang Spire? You can keep your daughter up there for 25 years until a prince comes and pulls on her hair. Exactly. Like... Calling it Night Fang Spire, it would be like if a serial killer publicly referred to his house as Blood Knife Academy and then was surprised when the detectives caught up with him. Yeah, it's, I, we need to stop naming serial killers cool things, too, also. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you call them, like, kind of short guy with micro penis, they're not going to be happy. <laughs> but if you call them, like, Night Stalker, then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm the Night Stalker. It's just, you got to stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, names are important, guys. Names are very They really, important. really set the tone for a lot of things. What if Spider-Man was a arachnid fella? <laughs> I would begrudgingly read that cartoon arachnid or comic. Arachnid fella! Uh, anyway, Rick Moranis gets stabbed in the heart by a wooden stake, but he's so evil that his blood was absorbed into the wooden stake and it eventually sprouted an evil sapling. Oh my and, god. And then and then a druid found the sapling. Oh no. Took it out of the remains of Rick Moranis. Classic druid. Transplanted it into an underground grotto so it could grow properly. Fucking. And then the tree made seeds, and that's where the first blights came from. So overall, it's a silly origin, but like I like it. I it kind of sounds like what like medieval people would think is how Blight started. Like, <laughs> it sounds like it's a legitimate origin story for Blight at one point. It does. And yeah. I didn't look into it any further than the Monster Manual. So, hey, maybe maybe that's where they actually come from. Maybe this I have isn't no original idea. at all. <laughs> but I like it. Either way, I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, but you'll probably think, like, oh, man, if all the seeds from Blights come from that one plant, why don't you just get rid of that one plant? And then there's no more seeds, well, right? Well, it's in the soil. It's leaching. Yeah, uh, kind of a little bit. They don't really explain how, but basically after that one tree existed, then all trees in the world kind of, uh, picked up this ability where they, any tree can be infected by an evil mind or power. Like it wasn't possible until this point, but now all of a sudden it, it is. is. Um, so they can be corrupted and turned into a Rick Moranis tree themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, and once that happens, like there goes the forest, like that's it. Uh, the infected trees will spread their evil through their root systems, infecting other trees and plants nearby. And then those infected plants either die or turn into blights. Uh, and this happens like really fast. So like if a, if a small village has a blight problem. Uh, a small village has a blight problem. They have a big problem. <laughs> yeah, like the, the blights will kill off the entire population. Wow. And then the infected growth will overtake the village in a couple of days. So like you got to cut out this infection quick or you're done for it's sad because i like trees and now i'm sad that these trees are evil because i was gonna say that they're friends but they are not friends yeah um and they can also they can act on their own as well so like they'll take orders from a rick moranis tree mm -hmm. but they'll also just like do whatever the hell they want so there's really no way to contain them unless you just get rid of them um so that's that's 
like blight origin in a nutshell, but obviously there's three different types, so they all have their own special abilities or whatever. Um, needle blights obviously have needles all over their bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they punch you, you get needled. Ouch. Like if you got punched by Wolverine with yep. his claws, except his claws are all over his body. You get you get needled. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, they can shoot needles like an amped up porcupine. Whoa! Um, and, and if they detect a threat... They release pollen into the wind and alert other plants of the intruders. And then you become a walking dartboard, basically. Oh, my God. That's horrible. So don't walk through a blight forest. Um, Twig blights can walk around if they want to. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time, they just kind of plant the roots in place and hang out looking like a normal tree. And then uh, when somebody comes to, like, make a campsite or they'll do it, like, near a watering hole or whatever, uh, they ambush you when you go to sleep. Like, that's it. You know what I've noticed is that some of these monsters, like, there's no way that you could put these monsters in your campaign because they would kill your heroes so quickly. Well, you guys fought a blight. What? Early on. We did? Yeah. I don't remember that. Was I, it was, it was was in, I drunk? Probably. It was in the piss forest oh. uh, right before you guys fought, like, the first ooze piss monster, mm. which... <laughs> If people don't listen to the campaign, that sounds really weird. Yeah, I don't piss forest. Jesus. Um, so that they'll ambush people. Uh, good news, uh, even though they're walking murder trees, um, they're also essentially a bundle of kindling. So fire is very easy to ah, get rid of them. They, is that how they are very them? dry. Yeah, I think you guys yeah, use it fire. Yeah, probably just produced a bunch of flame. Uh, and then vine blights. They lay around in the undergrowth of infected forests, waiting for victims to walk by. And once they do, they animate all the growth to entangle their prey. Ah. Uh, They're also the only blights that can speak, uh, since they are connected to the originally infected tree. They're Ah. able to draw on the evil power and speak in sort of a disjointed imitation of Rick Moranis' voice. Okay. So. (laughs) That's kind of ridiculous. It's it's pretty Uh, ridiculous. Oh, dear. So. That, that, that's them. Do you want to do a writing or do you want to do a question? What do you want to do first? I don't think that they are friends. I'm going to be honest. Do you? Uh, well, on the whole, probably not. But individually, I got some opinions. Well, and I mean like Wikipedia, if you, if you Google or actually no, on Google, if you Google what is a tree, they say that trees are the green cover of the planet. Trees are like a carpet for the earth and they are very important for human life as well as animals, both human and animals. Animals are dependent on trees. Um, but not these ones. <laughs> no, no one is dependent on these ones. No, these ones are bad. So no, you're not a friend. Yeah. You're a foe. You're a foe. Like, you're turning yeah. something that's like good, bad. I don't like that. Needle blight? No, it's too spiky to be a friend. No. Not a friend. Twig blight? It's will kill Groot. you in your I'll sleep. I'll hang out with Groot. No, it's he will just kill you Groot. in your sleep. Eh, we'll see. Uh, vine blight? I'm not... Okay, I'm not 100% opposed to a Vine Blight friend because, and I know that I just made this part of it up, but I'd hang out with Rick Moranis. Okay, you did just make that up, though. So, <laughs> uh, actually, you'd be hanging out with a really, really old dead vampire. Yeah, but you can talk to them and make deals and stuff. So if I needed security, like if I had a cabin in the woods or whatever and I needed security and I didn't want it to be obvious... I might want to make a deal with them, but they wouldn't be friends. But I might try to make, I can see myself wanting to work with them or needing their help at some point, but not a friend. So, um, 
my question then? Sure. Uh, how big of a fire <laughs> do we need to destroy all of these? Uh, you, you know Australia? Yeah. Yeah, that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no, yeah, it really depends on how big of a forest you got. Because yeah. that's how big of a fire you need. So let's just set the whole thing on fire. We're already doing that. Surprise. Yeah, basically, I think the world is safe from vine blights. Yeah. Just naturally. Yeah. So it's a good thing we live in this world and not D&D world. Yeah, oh my God, what would we do without all the global warming? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing global warming is good for is protecting us from blights. Oh, thank God. Well, that has been blights. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And until then, keep up your CO2 emissions. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast. Darkvision.